Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Tuesday, March 15th, and I hope you're having a good day. We welcome you to our Winning Side broadcast And uh, we welcome those that are listening by way of radio, 95.9 FM. Thank you for joining us. Those on Facebook that are watching, those on YouTube that are watching, and then those that are listening by way of our radio app, and also those that are listening by way of our podcast. We welcome you. Hope you're having a great day. I want to say a happy birthday today to Kendall Dixon, and I hope you have a great day, and I appreciate um, you and uh, your husband, uh, you folks are a blessing to our church, and uh, of course, uh, uh, Edmund and Jake, uh, it seems like every time I turn around, those guys are working on something here at the church, and they uh, volunteer. I mean, it's amazing all the things that they do. We appreciate you. And then happy birthday today to Joyce Gardner. Miss Joyce, I hope you have a great day. And then today, uh, we have an anniversary, and I did not forget Um, And I was prepared even before this morning, getting ready for the broadcast, but happy anniversary, my wife and I. And uh, I hope that, uh, I hope my wife has a good day. I know I'm going to have a good day spending some time with her. And uh, we're going to spend some time with our family today. Uh, Next week, uh, we're going to get away for a few days for our anniversary. It's our 20th anniversary. We've been looking forward to this uh, for uh, quite some some time. And uh, we're going to get away and... and, uh, just the two of us. We're not taking the kids with us, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, but uh, I thank the Lord for uh, His uh, goodness uh, to me and my wife, and uh, we thank the Lord for His faithfulness to us. I want to say this. Let's be in prayer for our church. Uh, let's pray for our school. Pray for all of our missionaries. Uh, pray for all the ministries of our church. Pray for God's blessing there. And we're looking forward to a great service tomorrow night, our midweek service, prayer meeting, Bible study. And uh, you don't want to miss it. It'll be a great time together. Uh, let's hear a song. This is one of my favorite songs. I guess uh, if I were a good husband, I would have asked my wife, said, what's your favorite song? But uh, here's one of my favorite songs. I think she likes it too. But uh, we've played this on the radio. It's been some time. But the name of the song is He's Been Faithful. It talks about the faithfulness of God. And you know, uh, for any marriage or for any ministry or for any life, uh, for us to make it uh, over a course of, of any, any amount of time, uh, it's all because of God's faithfulness. I'm thankful that His faithfulness is great, Lamentation says. Uh, it's of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed. Uh, because His compassions fail not, great is thy faithfulness. And I want you to hear this good song, He's Been Faithful to Me. And then after the song, we'll get into our Bible study. And I think we'll finish up today in Psalm 19.
strength was all gone when my heart had no song. Still in love, he's proved faithful to me. Every word he's promised is true. What I enjoyed that song and hope it's a good reminder to you that uh, even though there are times that we've not been faithful, even though there's times that we have wandered, we've gotten away from God, but yet we come back and he has always been faithful to us. And I thank the Lord for his faithfulness. 
Well, Psalm 19 is a, it's a wonderful psalm. I hope you've enjoyed it. Last week, we looked a lot at the, uh, the creation and how the heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament showeth his handiwork. And we saw that uh, creation is a witness to the glory of God. Well, then we saw also how that the Bible is a witness to the glory of God. And, and the Bible is so important. Uh, beginning in verse 7, the law of the Lord, the testimony of the Lord, the statutes of the Lord, the commandment of the Lord, the fear of the Lord, the judgments of the Lord, and all those descriptions of the Word of God. And we saw that uh, last week. I want you to see today, we saw a little bit yesterday, I want you to see today, we'll pick up in verse number 12 where we left off. We're talking about a description of the Word of God. We saw we should have a desire for the Word of God. Uh, the Word of God gives us our direction. And then the Word of God pays great dividends. Aren't you glad for the rewards that come from reading the Word of God? It says uh, in verse number 10, um, uh, the more to be desired are they than gold, uh, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Praise God for uh, the desire that we can have for the word of God to bless us. And uh, it says in verse number 11, moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. There's a great reward for keeping and obeying the Word of God. Let's look at number five today as we look at uh, the Word of God. Th number five, I see the word that, uh, discernment or a discerner. Verse 12, who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. The question is asked, who can understand our errors? Who can understand when we make mistakes and when we get off track? Well, the word errors, literally, it means wanderings. And boy, we all do that. The songwriter said, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Well, who can understand our errors? Well, the answer to that is God. God knows our heart. Uh, the Bible says the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. The Bible, it is a perfect book. It is a pure book. It is a holy book. And the Bible shows us our errors. That's why we need to read the Bible. The Bible is like a mirror. And when you look in the mirror, it shows you what needs to be fixed, right? Uh, maybe you looked in the mirror this morning and you said, oh, man, I'm getting old. Or, oh, man, that's, this is not a good hair day. Or, oh, man, what am I going to do? Well, the Bible is our spiritual mirror. When we look into the perfect law of liberty, we look into that mirror, it shows us things that need to be changed. And who can understand his errors? Well, the answer is the Word of God. Hebrews 4.12, it says that the Bible, the Word of God is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Bible tells us that by the law is the knowledge of sin. And so what, what is so important about the Bible is that it is a discerner. It discerns your thoughts. It discerns your motives. It discerns uh, the direction you're going, and it shows you what you need to do to get back on track. A GPS is an amazing thing. I remember back before we had GPS, I know you remember those days, my wife and I, we used to travel with the singing groups from the college. I've told you about that before. But before we had GPS, we would go into MapQuest on a, on a desktop computer. We're going to MapQuest, and we'd type in from this church to this church, and then we'd push print, and so we'd get the directions printed out. Well, that was good because that gave us directions. The problem was if you ever got off track, 
if you ever got off track, you weren't sure how to get back. Well, the beauty of a GPS is the GPS will recalculate, right? The GPS will tell you, uh, make a U-turn, uh, turn right and turn around and go back and get back on this road or uh, you've gone too far. And, and so that's what the Bible does is it discerns our, our path and it discerns our error and it shows us how to get right. Praise God for the Bible. It is a discerner. Next, number six, I see that the word of God is a detergent. I talked about this recently um, on a Sunday morning. I was preaching about the Bible from Ephesians 6, but the Word of God is a detergent. It says in uh, verse number 13, uh, Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Uh, the Bible, it, it cleanses us. It says in verse number 11, uh, verse, excuse me, verse 12, Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Now that's interesting because there is no secret with God. So that's not saying that there's some secret sins that God doesn't know about. But there may be some secret sins that your, 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 your spouse doesn't know uh, or your parents don't know or your children don't know, your family doesn't know, your, your, your friends may not know. But there's no secret with God. But the Word of God is a cleansing agent. It's a detergent. Uh, it, it cleans you. It makes you whole. It makes you right. It makes you pure. And uh, I'm thankful that the Word of God has the power to cleanse us. And boy, we need cleansing. We are all uh, sinners. Say, well, I've been saved by the grace of God. Well, amen for that. But you're still a sinner. You're just a sinner that's been saved by grace. But we need to uh, seek cleansing. Uh, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Number seven, I want you to see that the Bible is a deterrent. Number six is a detergent, like for washing. But number seven, it's a deterrent. It, it keeps you away from certain things. Verse 13, the Bible says, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. You know what presumptuous sins are? It's sins of pride. It's when we become so arrogant. It's when we think we know better than God. And can I tell you, we need that deterrent. We need to be, to be kept back, to be held back, to be, to, be, to be kept on track. And may God help us to have that deterrent in our lives. The Bible says in verse 13, Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. The word dominion means rule or power. And uh, we don't want sin to have power over us, but we want God to have power over us. Let God have dominion. Let God have control over your life. David's desire was to be upright. His desire was to be innocent and clean before God. The transgression there, he said, keep me back from the great transgression, from rebellion and revolting against you. He said, God, I don't want to get into sin. I don't want to get messed up. Sin, sin is a big deal. And he said, God, keep me from that. De deter me from that sin. And then lastly, number eight, I want you to see in verse 14, I see David's dedication to the word of God. He says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Um, our, 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 our words uh, and our thoughts ought to be acceptable. That word acceptable means to bring delight or pleasure to God. Uh, in God's sight, that's what matters. It doesn't matter what man sees. It doesn't matter what, what you see or I see. It nearly as much as what matters is what does God see, what does God know. Can I tell you this? God is our strength. 
and he is our redeemer. And let's live our lives dedicated to him. God, I want my words. I want my thoughts. I want everything I do to be acceptable in your sight. Well, how's that going to happen? It's going to happen when we get in the word and we let the word of God get in us and we let our thoughts and our words be controlled and dictated by what the word of God does in our lives. I hope you have a great day. I hope Psalm 19 has been a blessing to you. I love the psalm. I encourage you to go back and read through it. Uh, 14 verses, but powerful, powerful verses. Hope you have a great day. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you for joining us for The Winning Side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.